Well, we continue on as Jefferson County Real Estate of Fairfield, Iowa, and Jeff Alexander present uh, high school football here at Kinnick Stadium. Uh, we are with Matt Meeks. Uh, I am wearing this guy out. This is the third time I've had him on the podcast today. Uh, uh, could you go over the, the first half and uh, tell our listeners what an exciting, magical night this has been? You know, I, I don't want to sit here and tell you that uh, I told you so earlier, but the touchdowns have came from the guys I, 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 I warned you about. Uh, Achille Maddox with the long touchdown catch. Um, Ronnie Major from City with the uh, long touchdown run. Uh, the quarterback for Liberty, Graham Beckham, um, first varsity experience. Has done very well for himself. Um, utilized the weapons that he's got. Uh, you know, I said earlier we There's worried. Ball about, around the outside. Looks like it. Yeah, first down. We, we, uh. talk, we talked about the offensive line from Liberty and what they could do this game, and it looks like they've gelled pretty well. And and uh, you know, this is an exciting game. We were down at the uh, entrance to the field when City came out, and uh, this is a magical moment for a lot of these kids. Uh, it's been everything I think they were thinking it was going to be. And uh, to be honest, as a fan, it's been everything I expected it to be myself. Well, well you mentioned the quarterback for Liberty, and uh, I really think you hit the nail on the edge there. Uh, you were the only one really did give them a, a little bit of a chance. You did say that there was a pathway for for uh, Liberty to stay in this game, and it looks like they are following uh what you said they were. But this quarterback, uh, tell me about this quarterback, because he just looks terrific. Um, Graham is a – is uh, going into his junior year. He didn't play much as a sophomore. Uh, made a two-year starter, Ty Hughes, that will be at West Branch this year. And, uh, you know, after coaching Graham in seven-on-seven, seven, getting to know the kid, um, very intelligent, um, takes control, leader. Uh, you don't find that too much in a kid that's very play, barely played any varsity football, but this kid is uh, he's, he's different in that that mentality. He's, uh, he's an exceptional kid and is somebody – who's coached him, he's listened and done all the things that I've asked of him. Pass complete for nine yards. Looks like right on the edge of a first down here. Uh, This is your first trip into the press box, isn't it? Now, you're a guy that that actually does come to the – my first trip, they just told me to come right up here to the executive bathroom and the whole deal. (laughs) Yeah, this is – I've been to Kinnick many times, different games, um, different levels in the stadium, warm, cold – and uh, this is definitely a different view. As a football guy, it's even better for me to see things open up. Um, the blitzes, what, what's open pre-snap. That's one of the things I love to do as a coach is to look at those things pre-snap and uh, and see what's going to be open or what's available to the quarterbacks. Well, I think half of Iowa City is here. Uh, I've heard estimates of around 10,000 people. This may be a record for a high school football game. Um you know, we, we talked about this a little bit earlier about this being the first game in however many years. Um, Iowa City stood up tonight. The surrounding area stood up. Uh, the university provided a great opportunity for these kids, and I, I hope that it, it uh, spreads to the other teams that are in this community because this is something that could happen on a regular basis here in Iowa City. Um, 10,000 people, the whole one side of uh, Kinnick is filled, absolutely filled with, with fans from both teams. Um, teams from Iowa City West, kids are from Iowa City West are here. The town has done the things that that, that we needed it to be here. Well, it looks like there's a quarterback sneak, and they they got that last yard, and they're moving the chains. And and uh, Liberty's been moving the chains a, a lot, but uh, Iowa City uh, High has a deep strike, a quick strike capability. They, they had an 80-yard touchdown pass and I think an 85-yard touchdown pass. Uh, and then one nice sustained drive uh, right at the end of the half to get themselves back in the game. And I feel like they're they're very well in position 
to win this game or to get back into it uh, with just a turnover or oh, there's a little penalty right there. Looks like a false start or uh, there's been some penalties, but it's the first game of the season. I don't think there's been an excessive amount of penalties for a first game, but uh, what, what, let's, let's talk about the city high. What, what do they got to do to overcome this deficit and to get back in? You know, I think city needs to settle down a little bit. Um, and just calm down and uh, get back to their game. Um, they can take those shots. They've got those athletes that can make those plays happen. Um, but some of it's just the steadiness. You know, one thing that's that's surprisingly um, pretty cool about what Liberty's done tonight is just the steady offense down the field. They've made plays when they need to. Um, this is a prime example. Look at the quarterback. He, he looked for sure to be sacked, and instead he turned into a first down run. Uh, I don't that, – that presence of mind there uh, – I didn't even think he could see the guy that was just about to take him, yet he stepped forward and got out of it, found a hole, went around the outside, and uh, uh, this kid is really something to reckon with, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, you know, like I said, we spoke earlier about me and, and Coach Harris's relationship um, as teammates up at Co. and when he approached me last year about including Graham on my seven-on-seven team, um, I knew nothing about Graham. Graham didn't have a huddle highlight tape. Graham didn't have anything, but he told me this kid's going to be good. And, uh, you know, taking a young kid that hadn't seen the field at all and, and watching him learn and grow in seven on seven, this doesn't, this doesn't surprise me. This is a, a, a kid that um, his name is there's, – there's some really good quarterbacks in this, this city alone, and this kid's going to put his name up with those, those guys here in the next couple of years. Um, we talked a little bit earlier, um, West quarterback is a sophomore – City High's quarterbacks are both juniors, and he's a junior. There's there's a lot of talent in those three quarterbacks in, in this city alone. It'll be fun to watch those guys grow over the next couple of years. Well, Liberty's defense reminds me of the Washington defense defense, which and, and that's just what they do. Washington just does defense, but it does look like the, uh, the James Harris defense that he brought uh, with him from Washington. That's what he was known for. Uh, um, it's his second year. Of implementing his system now, what do you do? You think that uh, the, they're showing a lot of improvement, and I, I think uh, they're buying into what he's what he's coaching, and you're seeing it right here on the on the field, aren't you? Uh, for me, it's the buying in thing. I I, I kind of talked a little bit earlier about my relationship with Coach Harris. We talked about grit. We talked about um, you know always pursuing the ball, going after things. That's the defense when you look at this. This is Coach Harris, like you said. This is his hand over this defense. I think this is the second year now um, being under him that they, they believe in him as a coach even more. You know, that takes sometimes a little bit more than a year for that to happen. And he's kind of finally putting his touches on this team. Yeah, you can really see it. And and like I say, you definitely saw it in the back half of the season. Uh, I de- clearly remember that time when they beat uh, Fort Madison, who was undefeated, 7-0. and And uh, – then they turned around and win, win three games in a row. You know, uh, that it, the winning's a big thing, isn't it? I mean, it, winning uh, breeds winning. Uh, it, it gives you this confidence. Uh, what, what is this doing for the Liberty uh, uh, program? Well, as we talk about both programs, look at the turnaround City High had last year, um, going from winning four games in like three years to winning 10 games, whatever they won last year. I mean, winning gets more kids out. It, it it gets the school excited. Here's a um, pass. Oh, a nice little, little uh, to jump out. And looks like maybe another first down. Or really close. Yep, it, there's the chains moving. Uh, they haven't 
thrown those 80-yard passes or uh, they did have one pretty big play early in the game, but this is just a steady. This is a James Harris. Just move the chains, uh, run, throw, deep passes, short passes, uh, uh, handoffs up the middle. Look, there they go, right up the middle. Oh, he about broke that loose. Uh, that, that's a nine-yard gain or, or close, wouldn't you say? Yep, yep. Yeah, it, it's um, the winning winning cures a lot of things. Like I said, with, with Coach Harris coming in last year, he had to teach this program how to win, and now that he taught them to win those last couple of games of last year. And there's a I run around really the outside. Looks like they got that picked up the – the first down and a little more. Um, they're grinding up. Uh, there's uh, five minutes and 23 seconds left in this half. They really haven't turned the ball over. Or I know City High is chomping at the bit to get the ball back and put some points back up on the board and maybe take their first lead. But uh, here, uh, this methodical drive just continues for Liberty. They're in a good set. Here's the hike. It's a handoff. He's got some room up the middle. Uh, just another game, another James Harris drive, huh? I think he's really, um, with them being up four here with this time frame, you know, uh, they, they want to go down and score, get this back up to nine, ten points. Um, you know, City does have such a quick strike offense that they're, they're never really out of the game. But one, you know, one, one turnover changes this game, and City's capable of that on defense also. But um, Liberty's not making the mistakes. These first games of the season are all about mistakes turnovers and such, and uh, Liberty's not doing that. Well, City High's defense has been on the field so much. I'm starting to think they're feeling a little gassed. Oh, I don't know if that – he did catch that. Boy, that was – from this angle, that didn't look like that was gone. It looked like it maybe bounced off there, but uh, the referee was a little closer than we are. (laughs) I'd say so. But uh, it was a nice route. Uh, His feet came out underneath him. It was a low throw. Must have got underneath it. Uh, I don't see City High complaining about it, so – uh, I, I kind of like to let them play, you know. That's anyway, right. they're down at the 15-yard line, a little misdirection play, uh, getting some yards out of it. Yeah. You know, with what you said, I kind of agree with it. You know, knowing Coach Harris as I do, um, City, City's guys do kind of look tired right now, and, and, and Liberty's just kind of keep pounding and pounding and pounding and trying to move that ball um, down the field at this point. Well, City – or Liberty wanted to, to get their program uh, – in shape and and uh, you know this is this is Washington Demons football. I mean, this is 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 exactly and uh, they won tonight. By the way, they they beat Burlington uh, twenty to fourteen. I think that game uh, became official. Here's a little high snap. Quarterback takes it himself. Now, do you think that was a little bit of a broken play and he just ran with it, or was that designed for him to run like that? I don't know. The last couple snaps have been high. Um, I'm not sure Graham is much of a, you know, he's he's ran the ball tonight when needed, but he's not much of a running quarterback. He's definitely a drop back, throw the ball quarterback, but we'll go make plays um, if he wants. One of the things that uh, I've got to do spending time with him is watch him as a basketball player. He's, a, he's quite a good basketball player too. So um, it's been fun as a coach to see these guys not only on the gridiron, but see some of their athleticism come out when their helmets and shoulder pads um, aren't on in other sports. Well, what about the time management here? I mean, it's under three minutes left to play. They've had the ball virtually the whole third quarter. And there's the time. There's the timeout. So let me flip the, flip the scene on you, coach. If you were down like this, uh, what would you be saying to your team? Well, what do you think? uh, 
what, what kind of encouragement would you give them to, you know, you tell them, hey, you know what, now we're in the red zone, the field's shorter, and we've got less to cover? Less to cover? Um, you know, with Coach Moore and being around that coaching staff over the last uh, year and a half, getting to know some of those guys, it's a it's a it's a four point ball game right now. It's a one touchdown score with a whole quarter left. Right, calmness. Um, you know, you want to stop them, maybe hold them to a three here where you're still only down a touchdown. Um, he's got some aggressive players, uh, but the one the cool thing is, you know, you and I talked a little bit about is uh, earlier with the seven on seven is quite of these few kids know each other by being teammates through our program. And uh, so now, now these one-on-one matchups right here is, is the bragging rights for the rest of the year for some of these kids. So be interested to see how this works um, with some of those matchups with the uh, cornerbacks, um, Achille Maddox and Ronnie major against the receivers, Lucas Meyer and Christian Barney, who, like I said, were teammates this year with our seven on seven program. So um it's calm. Coach Moore's done this in winning programs throughout the state of Iowa. He's been in this. He's been in this situation before. He's got senior laden team that's been in this situation. They know how to win. Well, let me tell you something. Uh, Iowa City maybe have the three best players on the team, but uh, the bottom six uh, uh, of uh, Liberty is better than the bottom six of uh, City High. You know what I mean? I just think it's more of a team thing and. Uh, there they're moving the ball again a little bit, uh, almost a first down. Uh, or did they get a first down? Looks like it's first and goal. Boy, they just get the 10 yards. They get 10 yards and six inches, and then they get 10 yards and six inches, and then they get 10 yards and six inches. And uh, now it's, there's two and a half minutes left in the in the quarter. Uh, this second half is moving a lot faster than the first half, but then there's a lot of scoring. You know, and and we, we talk about Coach Harris as a, as a as a coach. Coach Harris doesn't want to lose just like any other coach doesn't want to lose it. The game last year with Liberty and City has probably aided him most of the offseason, gave him a lot of time to think about the game plan for this game. I'm sure they've been – They've been setting this up. The tempo for your high school season really kicks off that first night, right? A big win. Um, a win gets that 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 train rolling towards the playoffs. A loss doesn't necessarily derail that train, but, uh, you know, the kids have put all the hard work in, and, well, and here we are. Well, it is second down and uh, inside the five. Uh, kind of a brick wall uh, of uh, City High uh, defenders that last – when they did get there. There's a pass. It's uh, Christian. in there. It's in there. They've scored again. Christian Barney, a, a wonderful young man that will probably play tight end at the next level, a kid that uh, his family is laden with athletes. Uh, two older sisters play basketball at I UNI. Know. One just transferred to Coastal Carolina, a younger sister that just signed a D2 uh, scholarship offer to a basketball school up in Minnesota. The family, both of his uh, uncles and dad played football at UNI. Well, just um, a little little, uh, dump, little jump pass right there. Uh, between the between the defensive uh, ends, uh, the defensive line and the, the linebackers, it's just a little timing play. You just got it right, perfect timing, and he got the ball and he fought for an extra yard. And all of a sudden, uh, here we are, twenty nine nineteen. That's not Ben, is it, Hayden? Is it? I don't know. I can't. He's not standing down there. That's not. Is there a player hurt down in the yeah, end, end zone that's there? Not Keter, Had a few players down uh, a time or two. I think. Uh, uh, there's been a Is lot it, of cramps. There was a lot of cramps up there in uh, Martinsdale at the eight-man game. We, we saw a lot of players late in the game get into cramps. Uh, uh, what about fluids? What are you teaching uh, your guys about fluids? That is Ben. 
So, oh, well, uh, City High's best player is uh, – That was Ben. But it looks like he's walking off the field under his own accord, is he? Or is he even he's coming okay. off? No, it looks like – No, he's staying in there. Uh, I think he's uh, – so it looks like they're going to try a, a, a kick for an extra point. They're lined up. There's a snap. There's the kick. Boy, I tell you what, we've seen some pretty good kicking tonight. That that was good, and that makes it 30 to 19. Yeah, the, the wind is definitely it's not uh it's not the kinetic wind that we're kind of used to during the, the college uh, games on Saturdays. Here the wind doesn't seem to be causing many problems for the kickers. Um it'd be kind of hard for high school kickers at this level to come into a stadium like this and kick extra points and field goals a little bit different than being on a high school field on a Friday night. There is a confidence uh, building and building, building. Um, man, uh, Liberty's just playing a perfect game, aren't they? I mean, they, they couldn't have come in here and played any better than they did. You know, um, again, that's that's the Coach Harris plan. Uh, coach Harris has always believed in who he is as a coach and, and his system. And uh, the dangerous part about a, a team like Liberty is when your kids start believing in you as a coach, and they start believing they're unstoppable and can't be beat. Good things happen. Well, our guest is Matt Weeks. He came up here, and uh, we were able to start giving you some play-by-play because he knows the players and I don't. Uh, but I, I am getting to know him. And uh, uh, it's uh, uh, I'm reminded of a, a song from Motley Crue, same old song and dance, uh, as far as James Harris's program yep. goes. Yep, yep. Uh, w- what do you think? I mean, how, how much has he how, how much has he improved this program? You know, watching him play uh, a couple games last year, I, I, again, it's it's different for me from my perspective of being a former teammate of his. I knew who he was. I knew he was always an undersized lineman that gave every effort and, and all the ability that he had. Um, I think many times as, as coaches, the players that we are, our teams follow those kind of leads, right? Like if – it, it, with him, he's a guy that was grit, worked hard, did all those little things. I think his team is playing exactly like he was as a football player back in college. Well, uh, uh, there was a kickoff there, uh, a pretty good kick and pretty good tackling. It looks like they got the ball around the 25. Let's talk about Liberty special teams. They, they, they uh, uh, One time Iowa City High scored and, and got right back in the game and then on the ensuing kickoff, they went the distance, and uh, uh, that's what your team needs to do, isn't it? Momentum changers, right? Like, that's a big part of, of the game of football. Um, we haven't seen a lot of turnovers, but you can still change the momentum with big plays like that, right? Well, here's the, another play around the outside. Uh, um, City High looks like they're really determined to, to move the ball this time, aren't they? Looks like they've kind of gone away from, well, I guess I didn't see who was in quarterback before before halftime as I was making my way up to the press box, but Drew Larson is back in it quarterback, and there goes Ronnie Major. Um, <laughs> well, well uh, there's gang tackling going on. There's some good positioning. Uh, uh, the defense really has performed as well as the offense, hasn't it? For Yep, and I'm not for, sure who their defensive coordinator is. Like I said, they've got a pretty Iowa-laden staff, a bunch of guys that play here as Hawkeyes. Um, guys that played in college that have some pretty good knowledge of, of the game of football. I bet those guys are are as excited as the kids to be here, to have their team. Oh, there was a nice play. Uh, 
Uh, tell me about that play that the quarterback rolled out and uh, hit number 13 there uh, for a pretty deep pass. I think uh, maybe uh, one yard short of the first down at second down. Uh, that was a nice play on first down. So right now what we're seeing a lot of from um, City High is their tempo. They've got a very, very tempo-laden offense when they want to turn things up. Um, after being at numerous practices over the last two weeks, I've seen that from these guys. Um, looks like they're sticking with Larson at quarterback, um, lining up. They got another first down. It's first down and 10. Uh, I think they're going to throw the ball deep here. What do you think? No, he looks like he's going to tuck it and run, but uh, uh, that didn't fool Liberty at all. Not really. Um you know, we talked earlier, and I misspoke about that. I found out after we talked that uh, City High actually returns no offensive linemen from last year's team. Um, so they're, they're, they're out there with a whole new group of kids. Um, one, a transfer that transferred in from Independence. It's got some Division II offers. Um, has been on some visits to Iowa and Iowa State, um, some schools throughout the Midwest. Um, City High's offensive line really needs to gel at this point and get these the, the – athletes and the skill position players that they have going. Well, I just got a coach. Uh, I got a text from the coach of the Columbus Wildcats and your season is off to an excellent start as they, they beat Loiza and Muscatine 55 to 14. Good job. Wildcats. Uh, uh, everyone was excited about their season and uh, boom, there it was. Let's see. I got uh Okay, uh, update on Fairfield score. They're beating uh, Mount Pleasant 34 to 6, and they're entering the fourth quarter. Uh, uh, it's been a, a night of upsets, uh, a night of uh, expectations being met, and uh, a night of surprises across the state here as the scores keep rolling in. Well, it looks like we are second and nine here. And the quarter's over, so we're everybody's turning around, but they're close to the 50, so wasn't a, a big jog. Um, looks like they're going to call timeout here. Or, uh, well, they're getting the play, so looks like, uh, okay, with the, with the clock changing, so uh, they're lining up. Uh, second down and nine, the ball's at the 45-yard line. They're trying to cross the 50. Quarterback hands it off, a deceptive play. There's a good runaround, but then there's the tackling. Yep. It's just one hat, two hats, three hats. And Liberty, actually, it was a turnover. Oh, my goodness. And as, as far as turnovers go, if you want to turn your real estate over, you call Jeff Alexander <laughs> there at the Jefferson County Realty. But uh, uh, I don't know. That might be the nail in the coffin there, or at least uh, uh man. That was a big play. City was making their move down the field, and uh, we talked about that turnover happening. Now, like I said, City does have a, a pretty good um, – the, the kids from City are, are resilient and have been in these situations before. Um, you know, another long drive by Liberty, really, like you said, that does does make things hard, right? But uh, turnovers, turnovers happen in high school football frequently, so all it takes is one tip of a bad ball to one kid for – uh, another, you know, a touchdown return. So we'll see how how the offensive liberty responds to the blitzes that are coming from Coach McGaffey. There's a long, deep pass. He's open. He He's it. got it. They tackle him at the one or maybe the two. No, he didn't get in there, but 
Well, and we said they weren't having deep strikes, and then as soon as I say that, they get a deep strike. Well, one of the things that you're going to notice about City this year is that both of their quarterbacks are actually back playing safety um, in different um, aspects during the game, which is very different for both of them because neither one of them played defense last year. Well, City High doesn't just is just making or Liberty isn't just making City High look bad. They're kind of making me look bad here and there, but uh, I can put up with it. Here's a handoff. Uh, he's going around number twelve. Gets a block. Oh, at the half yard line. Looks like they stopped him. Uh, I'm I'm not seeing the intensity out of City High that uh, I was at the beginning of this game. What do you think's going on? Well, a, a turnover like that—that's where you, like you said, you got to kind of settle down. And, and the game's still 11 minutes left in the game. Um, right now, they've got to get a stop. They've got to hold this to three. Three puts a 32-19. Still a game that's with, within reach. You get to 36-19 with less than 10 minutes left in the clock. That, that makes it very hard. Well, sec- um, second down and one from the goal. Uh, you think they'll go play action pass, roll out? What do you think they're doing? I would think they'll keep it safe. Keeps it simple right up the middle. Uh, Boy, that's about as close to a touchdown as you can get. But uh, City High, uh, they have been strong up the middle. uh, And they have been getting some hats on the balls. And uh, uh, they're doing better when they're moving the ball around the outside or throwing it. uh, But uh, the straight up the middle isn't isn't, uh, the bread and butter tonight. Well, it's third down and one. And on the goal, uh, third down and goal. The player comes in with a new play. Number nine runs off the field. Boy, they're giving Lucas a lot of area on that backside. Depending on where that cornerback lines up, I would throw that slant to the backside if that cornerback lines up on the outside shoulder. They're going to have to take a timeout. They didn't like what they saw, so they called a little timeout. Timeout. Uh, This timeout is brought to you by Griner Implement of Ottumwa. And uh, Griner Implement of Ottumwa is going to be there at the Travis Griner Memorial uh, Tractor Ride. That's the second annual memorial uh, tractor ride. Uh, Travis Griner was 28 years old when he he was uh, taken away from us in a car accident. And uh, he was a very popular guy, uh, a really great mechanic. He worked there at Griner Implement. And... Uh, they're putting a, a, a program on. I think they have over 100 tractors in it. Uh, uh, it's going to be a nice day. Uh, next Saturday morning at 6 a.m., you can start signing in, and they're going to be rolling out around 9 a.m. Uh, you ever been to a tractor parade? I, You know, there's a lot of things I've been to in Iowa, but I've never been to a tractor parade. I, that's one of those things I guess I'm going to have to uh, – Marking my eye to do Iowan box um, is get to a tractor parade. It will give you a, an official Iowan sticker uh, on your, uh, maybe even one of them uh, uh, big belt buckles or something you can wear that uh, will identify you. Uh, but it, it is a lot of fun. And uh, people in Iowa love tractors. I mean, they, they love tractors like a farmer likes rain. I'm telling <laughs> you. Uh, uh, and they, they, those guys really have a lot of fun. We did one at Kyoto Days. Uh, not too long ago. Here's the hike. And a two-point. That's another touchdown. Uh, that was kind of the play that you thought might uh, might work. It was a, it was a pass. Uh, uh, they found a guy open in the end zone. And uh, a little quick strike. And uh, this quarterback is smart. He sees the field. He reads the defense. He checks down. Uh He's a threat to run. Uh, he 
He's deceptive. They're lined up for a, a kick here. It's 35 to 19. And he put it right through again. The, there is no aspect of the game that uh, North Liberty is having trouble with, is there? They came out with a wonderful game plan. Um, like I said, <laughs> I think last year's game um, has sat on those guys for 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 a year now. And uh, they definitely came out and, and shown um, the – class that they're in that they're going to be a team to contend with this year um surprised by the whole group as a group today in this game well there we'll take a minute for a break here as the uh as they change uh hands here city high's got the ball uh there's on, a man, get loose. they made a nice little throwback to the line of scrimmage but the pursuit and the uh the teamwork of the defense is uh just utterly amazing. Uh, tell me about uh, – uh, so here you got Coach Harris. He's, he's at Washington Demons, and, and he's just winning year after year. He's developing this winning program. Uh, yet he takes over this Liberty Liberty job with a team that needs a rebuild. Uh, what do you think is going through his mind when he's doing that? You know, actually, both coaches are rebuilders. They go to programs, they rebuild the program, they put it in a better place than they were than it was before they got there. And uh, it's been fun um, watching Coach Harris do those kind of things here. Um, you know, one disadvantage he also has compared to the other schools in this town is that Liberty is a, is a brand new school. It's not Weston High have been around. Liberty is new. Um, they've only been around for a couple of years. So, you know, he's building a, not only a, a a team, but he's building a tradition. And, you know, we talk about traditions. City High's got 20-some guys that played in the NFL. They've got two. There's a list of things that they've got. Well, the quarterback made a good play on the last thing. Uh, well, got him a first, made a pass their first down, and he's making a very nice little run here. He, his play got broken up a little bit, and he tucked it and ran. And uh good six yards, maybe seven on that play. So, uh Let's talk about uh, what does City High got to do? They got to strike quick, uh, or do they just got to just keep playing smart? Or you know, at this point, with the score what it is, eight minutes left, you got to you got to start taking some shots, right? City High is definitely capable of taking some long ball shots. They, to they score. need to they need a score and an onside kick, don't they? Yeah. Oh well, uh, did they complete that pass? The receiver seemed to be falling down, but it looked like he caught it as he as he did. And another little first down here. Well, they're moving the ball nice and quickly, uh, methodically. They do not seem like they're panicking. They came down and turned the ball over. And then uh, how many minutes do you think uh, City High's defense has been on the field in the second half? Quite, quite a bit. Well, the quarterback's got the ball. He's he's under pursuit. He gets away, but uh, uh, Washington defense just—I mean, Washington. Uh, it just—I mean, other than the white uniforms, they they, they just look like the right, Washington right. demons. Uh, uh, their pursuit—they they has. Uh, why, why did everybody underestimate Liberty? And I guess they just have last year's uh, record to go on, but. Uh, you know, that's, but that's the fun thing about being a coach, too, is every year is a new year. You never know what kids are going to come and make plays. Get oh, there's a quick play. Uh, he throws a little out. 
and uh, very close to a first down here. Looks like they're kind of lining up. They're going with a no-huddle offense. You know, that's the one thing that's always fun about a new year and a new school, a new team kind of thing. You never know what to expect from each, each what's going to happen. <laughs> Is that Slythe yelling at them? Yes. Here's the hike. Oh, he pitches it out to the running back and uh, looks like a first down, doesn't it? Nope. Fourth down and inches. Go. Come on. Well, this is a ball game right here, isn't it? I'm going to save the timeouts and go with it. You got a 6-4 running back in the backfield, and you need a yard. Well, they're lined up. He's calling. There's a snap. It's a handoff. He misses one tackle, and, oh, I don't know. He might have got it. Well, he might turn this ball over on downs. Uh, it, it all depends on the spot, I guess. Do you think it's a first down? Nope. Looks like Ben was trying to fall forward, and the second guy came to wrap him up. What is all this secondary hits, these these uh, white hats that just keep swarming, and it just one guy after another after another? When you talk about talk about somebody building the program like they were as a football player, that's that's Coach Harris. That's who he was as a, as a defensive player. And uh, it, it, it's shown in his team, for sure. I mean, uh, are we seeing uh, a battle of two top ten teams here? Or uh, maybe these teams are just uh, – uh, maybe City High is not as good. Or maybe this is just a learning experience for City High that uh, maybe they needed a wake-up call like this. Sometimes that happens, you know. Uh there's a lot on the line for both of these schools. These kids uh, are uh, play each other in all other sports, um, and this is the only, if I remember correctly, this is the only sport where they're directly not in the same conference. Um, so it's, it, I don't know, it's a it's a bragging rights for a year, um, and and you know, knowing the city program, these kids are going to go back to work. Um, they're going to start the process for them starts tomorrow, and they look forward to their their game next week, and then uh, two weeks, three weeks. Two or three weeks, they head to Des Moines to play against Dallin, um, a team they clipped last year. Well, Liberty uh, handed the ball off, which I expected them to do to try to run some clock. They maybe got a yard. They're back in the shotgun formation. It looks like they're going to try to get a uh, need to get a little first down going. No, it's a handoff. He goes around uh, number. Nice little play. Nice little play. I'd say that's about a seven yards. Uh, third down and short. Uh, the clock keeps it rolling. There's less than five minutes left in this game. I, I think that turnover did it. Uh, I, I, I think uh, Liberty's going to win this game. What do you think? Ball control. Um, they got up the points they needed. That that last score was huge for Liberty, and uh, it looks like at this point they're gonna they're gonna milk the clock as long as there's not a quick turnover here. I think that uh, that's probably going to do it from here at Kinnick Stadium. Well, there's a, a game going on that I, I'm dying for a score and I'm not getting one, and that's uh, Winfield Mount Union in Moravia. Uh, I, I really expect that to be uh, a battle of a couple Titans there. Uh, we have no score there, but we've had uh, – given you all the scores that we've got, uh, Scotty Melvin is down there in the stands glued to the game. He is uh, – he loves to focus on the game. I mean, if I was a betting man, I'd say that Cam Buffington's probably at least scored one touchdown in that game tonight. 
Yeah, if they can keep him under seven, they did better than the, the last time they played. <laughs> uh, Kansas, well, they're, they're back to talent. punt. Uh, they, they knocked off a couple minutes of the, of the clock. We might have some scores. Here's oh, the punt. That should have been a penalty. Uh, the ball bounces and then, uh, oh, it takes a, a favorable hunt and goes out of bounds. They ran him off late. Yeah, it's, it's going to have to be quick strike here. I mean, it's and, – and City's got the kids to do it. Don't get me wrong. We're, our guest is Matt Meeks. He runs a, he runs the Iowa Gators. It's a seven-man team. He's worked with several players on this field. And uh, the players that you've worked with have uh, made uh, – on both sides of the ball have, have really played a great game, haven't they? Yeah. Um, you know, as a coach – we want to brag about the kids that we, we coach, but to me, I'm going to give these guys the honest opinion, just like they want, uh, you know, a college coach comes to us and asks my opinion on these kids. It's my, it's my character and my name when I recommend a kid. So I'm straightforward with all these kids. Um, we text, I text all the group last night, let them know to have a good game tonight. There's a hike. Uh, there's the throw city high has a first down. Uh, a little quick strike out to the wide receiver. Oh, where'd they put Zeus? They just put it down somewhere. Well, wonder why the, uh, they had those big strike passes, but I haven't seen uh, – I haven't really seen them try to do that again. I think Liberty's backed off their corners a little bit and gave the – you know, when you got receivers with speed like that, you're either going to – looks like the matchup here is um, a thick pin kid from Liberty. Like I said, his dad is a former Iowa football player. They're backing off. City High's receivers because City High's receivers speed. Boy, there's some pressure on the quarterback. He gets around. He he, he flips it forward. It's first down, but man, Carson. They, got it, uh, they, they, they gained the first down, but man, that was a hit. Man, this this Liberty team hits, don't yeah, they? Yeah. No, you, trademarks, right? Trademark Coach Harris. Pursuit, hard-nosed defense, hitters. The same things that the guy was in college. Well, they're lining up quickly. They're going no huddle. Uh, see if they can't uh, I can't get a deep strike going here. He's looking back. There's not much pressure on him. That's kind of the first time he's uh, had the ball, and he finds a receiver, but they get a helmet on him. That was not much of a gain, really. Uh, yeah, you've seen, you know, in the first half, you saw City get loose a little bit. Now now they're, they're making some catches, but they're they're down right there on the spot. They're not gaining the extra yardage. Um, they're not running by the guys. That makes a difference when it comes to uh, – Need a big score. They need one quick. Well, there are just, it looks like a four man uh, front for the defense. Quarterback's in the shotgun. He takes the snap. Uh, receiver's coming around. Everybody seems to be covered. He's rolling out. He finds somebody. Number 12 is open, and he's got a nice little 20 yard gain, 15 yard gain, but it moves the chains. Uh, but they need to stop just putting the ball down there. There's only two minutes and 21 seconds left. Uh, uh, and they got a lot of points to get on the board. I think they're just uh, – but then again, uh, they don't want to do nothing stupid. Here's a quarterback. Uh, he, he's, he's finding a little pressure. Got There's it. a lot of pursuit. He throws the ball down. Oh, oh number nine on uh, Liberty really made a great play at the last second to get a hand on that ball. Otherwise, that would have been a touchdown. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Achilles on the scramble drill stopped when he needed to keep running. He ran towards the back of the end zone. You could have punted him that ball. But, you know, right now there's 2.04 on the clock, and they're 
there's no 26 point touchdown. Um, is there a two minute? Do, do they have a two minute warning, or does, uh, is is there anything different in high school football after the two minutes? That I'm unsure of. That was a shotgun formation. He steps back. Uh, he does have time this time. Oh no, there's somebody breaking into Throw him. It. He stepped forward. Throw it to he uh, kind of was in an awkward position when he threw that and didn't didn't make it. The uh, what we talked about earlier, you know, um, City High has a young offensive line, and, and this, I didn't know what the defensive line was like for um, Liberty. They're definitely causing pressure and pushing that line of scrimmage back. They're making Drew throw off his back foot quite a bit. Drew's an excellent quarterback, but it's hard as a quarterback to throw off your back foot to complete passes. There's a play. There's a little – there's a flag down. Well, what, what happened there? Um, and I don't know if there was a holding on the backside of it. They pitched it out um, to the running back, but with 149 on the clock and uh, down 17 points, um, great room for pitches. You got to go for some touchdowns, fellas. Well, I've got my, my grandson here. You've got your daughter here. Uh, uh, it's been a long night, hasn't it, Leo? Yep. How about you, young lady? Do you enjoy football and coming to the games? She is uh, she is named after one Hayden Fry. So this girl has been born into a football family. Um, the first year of Fry Fest, Hayden was actually two days out of the hospital and got her chance to meet um, the famed Iowa football coach. Um, so she has grown up in a football family and, and does. Uh, she's a part of everything we do with our seven on seven program. Um, Honestly, I've had her play for me a couple times, and she's uh, quite a good football player for, um, for being a, a, a being who she is. Well, uh, my partner Steve Pilch and the round guy, uh, he went to he went to Iowa when Hayden was here. Uh, he actually has uh, uh, Reggie Roby's uh, jersey from the Peach Bowl, I think it was, or the Orange Bowl, or whatever. But uh, Steve has a lot of Hawkeyes memorabilia, and he's going to be selling some of it up here in Des Moines. So stay tuned and uh, stay listening to us. Oh, there's an intercepted pass. I don't know who he was throwing that to. There wasn't any black jerseys even in the area. But uh, I think that puts a cork in this one. What do you think? I would agree. Now, you talk about the round guy. The round guy, I'm originally from the Des Moines area. We used to watch uh, the round guy on Sunday nights quite a bit. And actually, um, way back in my day in high school, we – Qualified for the state playoffs, and all of our all of uh, my team signed it and took it down to the round guy on, on his uh, Sunday night show. So those of you familiar with that, uh, kind of a memory for me bring back. Yeah, uh, Sunday night show down in Des Moines, and, and being forty five minutes from there, we qualified for the playoffs and got in contact with him and asked him what size of shirt he needed, and he told us, and we we got him a shirt and took it down to him on a Sunday night. Uh, Sunday oh, night. I, I bet he still has it. <laughs> I've been in his his apartment, and, and he's got like. Uniforms and memorabilia almost stacked to the ceiling. I mean, and we're talking everything. You know, he was good friends with Mickey Mantle. He was good friends with Muhammad Ali, uh, uh, and we're we're really blessed to to, to have him. Now, I'm going to break a little news here. Uh, Steve got a hold of uh, Keith Murphy, and uh, we're going to be on Keith Murphy's uh, uh, radio show uh, either next Friday or the Friday after that, and then. Steve is coming on to kind of, uh, he's going into this, uh, an event uh, in Des Moines uh, where they're going to, and uh, that's the ball game, folks, where he's going to sell some of this stuff. Well, uh, 
Matt Meeks, it was a joy getting to know you. Uh, your enthusiasm, your knowledge of the game has uh, paid off for our listeners. Uh, thanks for being here. Is it, uh, go ahead and wrap the game up. Uh, I, thanks for the opportunity. This is high school football at its finest, guys. The state of Iowa produces a lot of uh, a lot of great football players, and I can't wait to tell people about it, show people, and, and encourage people to listen to your podcast um, about what, what's going on here in the state of Iowa and football um, in this state. Well, we want to thank the Iowa National Guard for their support of our program. We want to thank Helmuth Ford of Sigony for their support of our program, Grinder Implement, uh, Washington Discount Tires, Beyond Beautiful Benches of, uh, of uh, Richland, Iowa, Smithburg Auto of Fairfield, Iowa, Elsie's Kitchen, elsieskitchen.net. Uh, they just got the website open. They do those dry ingredients for the dips and for uh, cheesecakes and for uh, every, you know soups, anything that you want dips where they've got the dry ingredients and they're cheap, uh, everything under $5. Uh, we want to thank author... John Bain of Wayland, Iowa, who wrote the book Christie's Journey, The Beat Goes On, A Story of Faith and Family. Uh, we want to thank uh, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. We want to thank Jefferson County Realty uh, of Fairfield, Iowa, for presenting this game in particular. And we want to remind you of the Travis Griner Memorial Tractor Ride next Saturday. Uh you got any ideas for player of the game, defensive player of the game? And we also have a, a Billy White Shoes Johnson uh, special teams player of the game. You know, I, I'm probably a biased person to ask in this situation, but I, I'm going to go with Graham Beckman as the uh, the player of the game, uh, field general for a win. The quarterback uh, of Liberty. I'm with you 100% on that. Uh, field general for his first win. You know, something we didn't talk about was – uh, another big thing for this program is they lost one of their, their athletes last year to a, um, a suicide situation. And uh, I know it laid on my guys' minds quite a bit during our seven on seven. So, you know, the energy that's coming from this win and what's going on right now it is from a teammate. You see their jersey. Um, they have the jersey of the gentleman down there. And uh, it, it's, it's, it's hard to describe. Um, what those kids are going through right now. It'll be interesting for me to touch base with all my guys tomorrow or later tonight um, and get the emotion from them. One of the things uh, with me is being emotional and living in the moment when stuff like this happens. I feel bad for my city kids, but I'm also happy for my Liberty kids. So I'm going to do something I've never done before, but I'm giving the defensive player the, of the game to the defensive coordinator. Yeah, you could do that very well. Uh, so. the, the, the whole team deserved it. Uh, and I don't. Do you do you know who the the? I the, don't know who the DC is for them actually. Well, do you, do you know who the player was that returned that kick for? Uh, uh, Wyatt Williams, I think, was the guy who returned the kick for Liberty. All um, right. Well, he is the Beyond Beautiful Benches of Richland, Iowa. Billy White Shoes Johnson, special teams player of the game. Matt, it was great being with you. Thanks for being here. Thanks everybody who listened. Thanks for all our great sponsors. Leo, thank you. Uh, thank you, young lady, for being up here and enjoying the view with us. Uh, and we're out, and we'll get this posted, and uh, we will get you all the rest of the scores uh, on the on the post-game show. Thanks a lot. Appreciate everything. Do you guys need anything?